Voices that inspire the extended interview. My name is Alan Hanstein, and I'm the executive director of the Challenger Learning Center of Tallahassee. So, Alan, this is a relatively new position. It is. I've been there at the Challenger Center for just over three weeks now. But you have been a board member for much longer. I've been a board member at the Challenger Center for almost 20 years. So what made you want to be the executive director? Passion. I absolutely love what we do. I love our mission. Uh, I love our staff. I love our students that come to the Challenger Center. I don't know that I ever would have thought about being the executive director. Our former executive director, who uh, I was uh, there when she was hired as the executive director, Michelle Personette, was absolutely fantastic. And um, when she did step down earlier this year, it sparked my interest. And the timing was right uh, for my career to uh, to apply. And I did not know that I would even get the position. We had a, 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 just a flurry of applicants who were very well qualified to leave the center. And, and uh, I would have as a board member, been happy with any of them. I'm certainly happy that that I got the position. So now that you're in the position, what is it like? What what are, what's your vision? What do you what do you want to do there? Well, we already do a fantastic job. Um, our numbers speak for themselves. Uh, Fifty thousand students a year from uh, sixty-seven counties in Florida, Georgia, and Alabama come to the Challenger Center, and that's K twelve. So really almost every grade, to learn about science in fun and interesting ways and in a lot of different ways, not just through space, but other types of STEAM activities. Uh, And obviously, we have an IMAX theater and a planetarium, so we incorporate those. Uh, I think from my standpoint, and I've said this, you know, all through the process, we do a lot of things really well. I just want to do more of what we do. So, we have, uh, you know, the ability to do more outreach, and I think that's a big part of what we're already starting to do, to reach uh, students who n- wouldn't normally be able to come to the Challenger Center, whether that's because they're in underserved communities um, that aren't sending uh, students for field trips or whether they don't have access or whether they're not in our 67-county MSA. I think there's a lot that we can do. We are a popular edutainment destination, and uh, I hear almost daily, I didn't know the Challenger Center was playing Top Gun Maverick. I didn't know you had Thor or Minions. And that's one of the, my, my biggest challenges is reminding everyone that we are a world-class theater. We just went through a extensive upgrade and renovation in the IMAX theater with brand new seats and a brand new screen. And it is absolutely fantastic. Our uh, planetarium, which is a digital uh, dome planetarium, just uh, had an audio and uh, lighting upgrade. So getting more people aware of what we do. And of course, raising more funds so that we can do more. Those go hand in hand. Yep. So when I think of you, Alan, and I've known you for a long time, and you you've sort of represented the FSU experience. You just were, you're so passionate about FSU and this community. I always think of you as sort of like a, a grown up cheerleader for, for the school. A cheerleader is, is 
uh, I would absolutely embrace that. And not, uh, you know, uh, at, at Challenger, we are the K-12 outreach of the FAMU FSU College of Engineering, the, the only joint college of engineering like it in the country. Uh, and I am actually a FAMU employee, a proud FAMU employee, proud to be part of the uh, number one uh, public HBCU in the country. Um, making sure that people understand what we are a part of is a big part of that. Um, yeah, but I love everything about Tallahassee. FSU, um, our community, our parks, you know, I'm a, a active in the makerspace. We have so many different things uh, in Tallahassee that if I ever hear somebody say, you know, boy, ah, there's nothing to do here in town. Uh, between Tom Flanagan and my Facebook page, you should know that there's something to do in Tallahassee. Now, where did you grow up? I grew up in upstate New York, uh, a town very much like Tallahassee in its its scale and its its scope. Uh, the only difference I, I tell people, if you hopped on I-10 and went to Quincy, that was about the difference for me to go to New York City. So it was really an amazing experience to grow up in, in Rockland County, upstate in a small rural community, but uh, have access to all of the culture and arts and um, maybe fun in high school, uh, theater and, and everything else, uh, just in New York City. And, and I had an opportunity to work in New York City and really just um, it, it's an amazing city. But to be honest, I would not live anywhere else but Tallahassee. There is, I, I've traveled literally around the world. And when I come home, I am very passionate about what we have here in Tallahassee. What, what brought you to Tallahassee? I came to Tallahassee in 1988 for to go to FSU. I was going to school in, in upstate New York, and I just, you know, I pretty much the weather had a big part of it, but there were a lot of factors um, in it. And uh, I had Barron's College Guide and Goods World Atlas, and I opened them both up, and I you know, wanted to go to a bigger school. I had, you know, looked at schools out in California. My dad was living there at the time and couldn't get residency there and was able to kind of get residency in Florida through my grandmother. And, uh, and I looked at Gainesville on my map and it was in the middle of nowhere. And then I looked at Tallahassee and in my, my Goods World Atlas where Tallahassee was the state capital of Florida, there was a star and a circle around the star and the circle went right into the water. And I thought, well, this is right on the beach. And all I knew from beach was where my grandmother was living, where I lived down in Delray Beach. And uh, I was like, oh, it's going to be just like that. And I came in uh, winter of 88, sight unseen, drove into Tallahassee in the middle of the night, parked at the sleep in that the bear walking with a, with a cap on. And the next day walked over to student housing on Landis Green in the middle of winter. And there were guys throwing Frisbees and girls out sunbathing and in hammocks and reading and there were palm trees and and I had never seen us Spanish moss before and live oak trees and I, I just fell in love that day I never looked back yep that happens to people doesn't it yeah I still have the Barron's college guide copy from that day and uh, it opens up with the the line um, the the cool the warm summer breeze and the smell of sweet magnolias um, will lull you into a sense of something, something. And I was like, oh, that sounds really good. I'm ready to be lulled. Yeah. Well, the only problem was about two weeks later, I asked a, a fellow student, like, if they wanted to go to the beach with me. 
And I was like, well, where, where is it? And I had this sense that it was going to be like two miles away. And they're like, yeah, let's go. You know, St. George Island, it's only two and a half hours. I mean, two and a half hours. Like, it's like the Jersey Shore. I could, you know. That's true. That's but, where I grew up, near the Jersey Shore. Ocean City, Seattle City, Avalon. Those were my stomping grounds. And, and there is something special about, you know, summers at the Jersey Shore and boardwalks and but yeah, I'll take Tallahassee. It's 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 my home. It's where Amy, my wife, was born and raised. It's where my kids were both born and, you know, have been raised. And I, you know, I, I think they'll probably move away someday and who knows where we'll end up, but but for now, I I this is home. So you made a conscious choice then after you graduated to stay in the area. I did. And and actually I even made more of a conscious choice. In ninety-four I had an opportunity to go work for a company in my field in, in, in event management up in New York, world-class company. And I had a, you know, kind of vision. Amy and I were already dating that, that I'd move back to New York and it's time, you know, you, everybody grows up and you go to the big city again. And uh, I was up there for about, I think it was 364 days and had already decided well before that, that, and, and it wasn't her, you know, I, it, I, I think she would have been okay coming to New York, although Tallahassee is her home, I, it was me. I just, it, I just missed everything we had here. I missed golf courses and being able to play tennis and being outside and fishing and the beach and not shoveling snow and salting roads and all that other stuff. So it, so that was very much a conscious choice. I, I came back in 95 and, and the cost of living, which at the time, you know, was, was much, much less, still probably much less than and and now as a as a, a professional, no state income tax serves me well. Yep, yep. There's some nice things about that. So you know, what would be what would be your advice to some young person about that that pathway forward after you graduate? Like you know, you you've done a lot of different things. Now you're taking a whole different turn in your yeah. career. Life is sort of fluid. Yeah, and, and and even within that, you know, 30-plus years, I, you know, had to pivot many times. I mean, my first company that I started, we were a CD-ROM manufacturing company. That was great when people needed CD-ROMs. The Internet changed that, and we were fortunate enough to see that coming. I, I think, you know, if I had any advice, it's, it's be flexible and um, look – to see what opportunities are available. Don't always think it's the, the one right in front of you. There might be one to the side that may not seem as exciting or as beneficial financially, but may in the long run prove to be, um, to, to be the correct choice. And certainly, I, you know, if you're a young person in Tallahassee, explore what we have here. There's a lot of opportunities. And I love there's so many organizations now like Launch Tally and uh, Nat 20, which I've been involved with, which is uh, Nerds Around Tally, which is a little bit of a misnomer because everybody's, you know, super cool. And you can be a nerd or a geek in a lot of different things. We're not all the same. You know, some people are, are programmers and some people like, you know, anime and some people are sci-fi. But there's a lot of communities for things that, that you want. There's, there's kayaking communities and mountain biking communities. And if you don't explore those, you will you know, kind of move out and think that Miami is the place to go because they have stuff. But Tallahassee has has a lot of everything. Yeah, and it's a lot more accessible. Yeah. Um, so, you know, what keep you 
are a man, when I see you, you always exude so much positivity and energy. What keeps you so fired up and inspired, Alan? I, um, now it's it's just a walk through the Challenger Center. I mean, it's it's not hard to be inspired about our future when I you know, we have summer camps going on now, but we have K twelve education going on throughout the year. We are open 363 days a year uh, with 80 hours of programming a week. So this is definitely a full-time job. And uh, I, on a daily basis, see a student getting excited about learning, not just about, you know, watching something, but literally about engaging and learning something. And to see both their passion and the passion of the educator or counselor that's helping them is is absolutely fantastic. It uh, when I was still an applicant for the position, I had gone into the center. I always spend a lot of time there, and we were doing an exercise, and it was a young lady on one of our Saturday programs, and they were doing weather, and so they were learning about the weather, but then they also had the green screen up, and she was doing the weather, and she was just so engaged and excited. And she was learning at the same time. She had already learned about high-pressure systems, and she knew exactly where the weather was going to go. And it just made me really proud of what we do um, e- every day. And so that's, it's easy to be super excited. I, I, I'm sure my wife is, is absolutely sick of me calling home and texting her 20 times a day going, did I mention I love my job? I love my job. I absolutely love my job. And it's, you know, it, it's, it's great. People uh, with summer camps now, parents – Parents that I know and parents that I don't know leave every day and go, you know, uh, I, this is the only camp my kid will go to. It's, you know, they love it. I've had uh, older kids. Right now, we, we really stop at sixth to eighth grade. And I've had older kids uh, tell me that how sad they were that they weren't going to be able to come back next year. S- spoiler alert, we're working on high school camps for next year because I think that is a an opportunity for, um, for us – we have an, a unique opportunity at the Challenger Center because we are part of FAMU and FSU to work with the incredible resources. I, I get um, emails daily, weekly, sometimes daily from educators and researchers within our community. So in education, within engineering, within biology and chemistry who want to work with the Challenger Center because they are working on projects that have a STEM or STEAM component in their grant or in their research. And that's a fantastic opportunity for us. So to be able to incorporate that and to give our, uh, you know, K-12 full cycle uh, students access to the world-class research that's being done at FAMU and FSU, it really is is unusual and, and I think a huge opportunity for us and for the students. Yeah, I agree. I agree. We try to do that with Psy Girls. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. there's so many great programs. And honestly, uh, uh, what uh, WFSU and WFSU programming has come up in my conversations with our counselors already this week to talk about, you know, I- engaging some of the content that's already out there to, uh, to, to work in lesson plans. Yeah. I mean, that's what it's all about is partnerships and there's so much good resources out there. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. Just, you know, f- reach out and find ways to collaborate. Yeah. I mean, I I grew up on F- uh, on, on uh, PBS programming. I grew up on Nova. Um, that programming is, is done in a way that is already designed to excite people, 
all kinds of people about science. And so that's, that's a very similar mission to what we do. What do you think, you know, what would you want people to know about you? You know, you've taken on this new job. You're well-established in this community. But what do, you, what do you want people to know about you, Alan? They're driving and they hear this spot on the radio. I mean, what do they not know about Alan Hanstein? Wow. Um, I don't – is there something that – there's probably a lot of people don't know about me. Um, I, I hope people know um, how much I love my family, and that's a, a huge part of me. And sometimes, uh, you know, I – I'm active individually in a lot of different organizations, and so sometimes um, I, I think it that that comes across as as a singular. I know a lot of people individually. Um, it's kind of exciting now. Amy and I are, are relative empty nesters, and so now there's this whole opportunity where she and I, you know, are, are exploring together and going to events together, and and that's really fun because that's that's opening up. Um, our, our both opportunities to, to meet new people. But I, uh, I don't know. I think um, right now I just want people to know how much I love Challenger. And I, I think a lot of people knew that. I mean, in the application process, I think a lot of people said, oh, well, we all know you're passionate about that. Um, it was important to me that, that I was also the right person to lead it. And I, I appreciate that I, you know, am in this position now and, uh, you know, I, uh, I think a lot of our students, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of just circle back on this. I, a lot of our students weren't born when Challenger uh, happened in 1986. And it's easy to, you know, we are the Challenger Center. And I love that our counselors and educators bring that up when we have school groups there. It's not just that it's our name. But I take it somewhat personally. I, I really reflect on that sacrifice. Um, and not just of the Challenger astronauts, but about anybody who puts themselves out there for for exploration and makes that sacrifice, um, because that that is something that if you you know if you don't put yourself out there, you might not make that leap. But there is risk in in certainly in that position. There there's a lot of risk, but the risk is worth it when you see what we can do as humanity. I mean, I, uh, exploration is fantastic. It's not just about, you know, when we get kids at the, the Challenger Center, it's not all about them being astronauts, right? There are all kinds of careers in, in science and technology and education, uh, you know, and engineering and arts and, you know, every major possible. We want them to just be excited about learning. Uh, Norm Thagard, uh, astronaut Norm Thagard, uh, who was really the driving force behind it, I think probably get this quote right, but he he used to say that there's, you know, three things that excite, that, you know, that the kids are interested in when they're young, and it's like dinosaurs, astronauts, and ghosts, I think. And so, you know, we're we're poised right in the middle for, for, for space. And it's still relevant. It's amazing when kids come in, you know, and obviously space is cool again. There's launches almost weekly from Kennedy Space Center. Uh, SpaceX and Blue Origin and and uh, Virgin Galactic have, have kind of made it, you know, kind of something that I, I was going to say that the, the every person could achieve, you know, it's still millions of dollars for space tourism, but 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 it can be done. 
And so like anything, it's, it's something that any student that comes to us can be like, I can be an astronaut someday. And I would not be surprised. I, I, I would almost guarantee it that there is a, with the numbers that we have, you know, we've served over a million kids in 20 years. There will be an astronaut that comes back one day and says, oh, yeah, well, I was I did a field trip to the Challenger Center. I mean, we already hear it from space camp. You know, there's always a an astronaut that says, I went to space camp when I was a kid. You, you will hear it from the Challenger Center. We already have uh, students who were at the Challenger Center working at JPL and NASA. So, I mean, that's, to me, just as exciting, if not more exciting. Yep, definitely. You never know when you're planting those seeds. You just don't know. Yeah, and I, and I, I see it every day. It's It's, that's... But I certainly didn't answer your question. I don't know what people, what I want people to know about me. I, I'm just me. <laughs> I, I, I am better for everything around me. That's the, I, uh, you know, somebody once asked me what I do, and I, I say I connect the dots. Like that's if if I if I ever had a job description, before I just love to connect the dots. If you told me you were interested in this, and I knew somebody that was interested in that, nothing would make me happier than to connect two people that have a similar interest or a common need. I love that. That's great. One last question. Was there a time that you remember that feeling of just being blown away by space and space exploration? Like, did you watch the, you know, in the day when the, you know, Apollo missions were launching? And was that part of your early memories? Oh, yeah. It's part of my early memory. And I was at a launch two weeks ago and it was part of that memory. I, 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 uh, I, I always say, it, n- you know, nobody at the, the end of their life ever said, I, I, I just wish I would have gone to, to, to one fewer rocket launch. Um, I, every time I go, I'm inspired by, by it. It's, there's, there's just something about seeing, uh, especially, you know, crude launch, that that's just incredible. Um, but even you know, I was at the, uh, I've been at several Mars rover launches, and when you see them launch, and you're like, oh my gosh, this is incredible, and then you wait the you know obligatory you know seven months, twelve months, whatever it's going to be, and then you you watch it land on another planet, and you think that was here. I saw that leave this planet and went to another planet. But yeah, I I have you know. Um, I didn't grow up in Florida, so I didn't see any launches early, but I did watch, you know, uh, uh, Apollo launches on TV. I, I think I was very much influenced by a, a show called Salvage One, which was only ran one season. It's super arcane. It starred Andy Griffith as a, a salvage dealer who had a vision of recovering the lander on the moon and selling it for salvage. And so he builds a rocket that they launch – uh, and, you know, and, and it, it's, it's interesting. This was like 1971, 72, maybe I'd have to look at the dates, but it's a story about an upstart rocket manufacturer who doesn't have NASA's approval in the beginning and sends a rocket up. And I'm like, it's, it's literally Elon Musk, you know, 45 years ago. And that was very exciting. Um, other films, Stowaway to the Moon was a, a, a movie I remember as a kid where a, a seven or eight-year-old kid gets stuck on an Apollo rocket and goes to the moon. And s- when we were kids, that was fun and exciting. But just, yeah, um, my first shuttle launch, I'll never forget because that was just incredible, every shuttle launch. Um, I was in New York when Challenger uh, exploded, um, and I 
you know, I can, I was already, I mean, I was a huge space fan even as a kid, and I can remember that moment. Um, I, I can remember being in tears um, as everybody was. Um, I remember where I was uh, when Columbia um, failed uh, to, to make reentry, and, um, and that had a huge impact on me. Uh, it is, you know, as I said, there, that there's that, that element of risk that uh, you, you respect, but you understand that that is part of exploration. I can't wait to see all the great things that you bring to the Challenger Center because your passion is so obvious and your love for science and space. So congratulations. Thanks for coming and talking Thanks, with Kim. me. Thank you for having me here. And I, it's, it's great to be back at the station. I, this is one of my, one of my uh, favorite places to be in Tallahassee as well. Well, once again, uh, this is Alan Hanstein, and I am the executive director at the Challenger Learning Center of Tallahassee, uh, and we are out of this world.